Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his Grand Circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Today's podcast has a guest, and I always love having guests on my show because it's fun to talk about Disney with other people. He's Carl Trent, and he is the uh, publisher of uh, WDW Magazine, among other things that you'll hear about as we go through our discussion today. So Carl, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. It's good to be here. Oh, great. So uh, you, uh, you have a long history. You've done a lot of different things. Um, you kind of have some, some different dalliances when it comes to the world of Disney. You're, you're the, uh, you've written the Dad's Guide to WDW, among other things, and uh, got an extensive background with, uh, with Disney World. Um, That's correct. I, I, I am all Disney all the time. That's awesome. Yeah, I know we were talking a little bit, and you were saying you spend you know, many hours a day kind of fixated on Disney and uh, talking about it, thinking about it, and writing about it, of course. You know, it, it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> you know, and it might as well be you, right? You That's know. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's something fun to be said about, you know, having having the Disney experience and having it kind of cut to your cut, cut to your soul, if you will, and just be, be a part of who you are and uh, just enjoying it for what it's worth. There's a certain thrill in that. Um, I'll agree with you there. Yeah, and, and, and it really, uh, your friends, you do what for a living now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, you have an unusual an unusual thing going on here because you live kind of far away from Disney World. Uh, you live in Oklahoma, right? That's correct. Boomer so, Sooner. <laughs> there you go. So it's interesting that you know you become such a Disney World fan being, being so far away. Not that people aren't fans other places, but being the prolific fan that you are is kind of interesting. So can you tell me a little bit about how you became a fan of Disney? Well, I've always been a fan of Disney. When I was a, a little kid, uh, my grandma uh, loved the idea of Disneyland. Uh, and uh, she would uh, bring my sister and I out to California, and we'd go to Disneyland with grandma. And, uh, you know, some of my earliest memories are getting sick on the teacups with my sister, spinning <laughs> madly and laughing her head off. Uh, but uh, I've always had this love of Disney uh, from, from, from the start. Uh, my grandma instilled it with me, my mother. Um, my high school reports were all on Walt Disney. Uh, it, it's just always been a passion of mine. Um, you know, and as, as I grew older... Um, Living in Oklahoma is kind of a long ways from either Disney, but uh, I kept up with it. Uh, I would read about uh, everything I could about the, the Disney company and the, the, the parks. And uh, 1980, I got married. Uh, my wife and I, uh, honeymoon, where are you going to go? Go to Disney World. Of course. Uh, and, and since then, we've been going every uh, every few years until the last, uh, last few years. Then we've been going a little more often. But uh, uh, it's always been my passion, my love. Uh, I, I grew up in the rec art Disney parks, um, uh, whatever they were called, you know, uh, 
those old those old user groups and message yeah, so boards. Yes, yeah. and you know, reading uh, the unofficial guide cover to cover three or four times a year, and always waiting for the new one to come out. And uh, you know, that that was just that was my passion, um, and, and and the way I got started. That's cool. That's that's really neat, and it's neat to hear. You know, I always like those stories about family being involved, and you know, like a grandmother. That's kind of how it started with me too. My grandparents were really big Disney fans. We went to Walt Disney World a lot. Um, it's always neat to hear that kind of that piece to it. That it's you know, it's sort of that traditional thing in your family, and it's you know, it's not just. It's something that you grew to love, right? Absolutely. Not not that you didn't love it the first time you were there, but you kind of grow <laughs> to appreciate it in a different way. You know. As, as yeah, in, the teacups were the only part I didn't love. <laughs> and my sister. I was going to say you blame your sister for that because yeah, it's always exactly a sibling right. problem. Yeah, that's absolutely. So um, very cool, and uh, you get to uh, you get to Disney World uh, fairly frequently, as I understand it, and still can uh, kind of keep up with everything that's going on. Yep, I, I get there now three to four times a year. That's that's impressive, you know, considering you're in Oklahoma. That's you know, it's it's no, it's it's not a long trip certainly by any stretch, and it's not like going to Europe, but it's a, it's a bit of a, a bit of a trip, I'm sure, a bit of a trek. Um, Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's a it's about five hours in the plane. So. Wow, that's far enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's about how far it is for me in South Florida to get out to, let's like, say, California. So I, I get it. Um, yeah, it's uh, if I want to go to Disneyland, that's what it takes for me. But um, that's cool, and it's it's really neat. So you've you've got a, um, a magazine out there, the WDW Magazine. That's a pretty cool magazine, and I you know I just like to point people to it. It's WDW-Magazine.com. You can go check it out, but. It's a really beautiful publication that you put out and um, some interesting articles, but I think the pictures are what really sells it. You know, it's the photos you've got in there that really, you know, they kind of stand out. They have a certain beauty to them about uh, Disney World and kind of showing it off in, a, in an elegant way. We, we, we like to say it's almost like being there hmm. because we have, the, I mean, um, one of the things, I'm a very visual person. I love beautiful pictures. Uh, and when I started Dad's Guide, that's what I started with the idea is I would go to the best photographers I could find, ask them if I could use their pictures, and and just high, uh, kind of center everything around the beautiful pictures. And so when we started the magazine, that that was kind of the, the idea. We, we, we have great information. We have good articles. We have videos. But, but kind of the stars of the show are the pictures. Uh, we've developed a, a group of seven photographers mm. that uh, we, we, we highlight their pictures because I, I kind of think they're, they're the best that, that I can find out there uh, and, and that have wide, that have big, uh, uh, big range of uh, Disney World pictures. So, um, you know, that's just, it, it, it just, it's my passion to, to showcase Walt Disney World in the best light. And I think the photography that we use uh, is just unmatched. And I think, I think that's really neat because, you know, I've looked at several of the other magazines and, you know, not to, not to denigrate any of them because they're all good in their own way. Um, everybody's got some neat articles and some interesting perspective on it. But this one just stands out because the pictures just really kind of, spe- you know, call to me in a way. You know, you look at them and there's, there's, there's the artistic nature of them that really kind of stands out, right? It's just, it's neat the way they, they, they do that. Your photographers are great that way. Yeah, they're, they're really, they're really, really good. Yeah, excellent. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a big, I'm not much, I used to take a lot of pictures when I was younger. I'm not so much a photo- photographer now, but I remember when I was younger, I used to go around and take pictures at Disney World. And, you know, some of them I, I still have around and I look at them and I go, wow, I know what I was trying to capture here. I know I didn't quite get it the way I wanted it, but, you know, 
the camera technology didn't exist the way I wanted it to at the time, or at least I couldn't afford it um, at the time I was doing it. And, you know, you look at that and you go, you know, I see what I was trying to do. I wonder if I could recapture that. And then you, I see something you, you've done or one of your photographers has done, and I go, you, you've captured it. You've captured that moment where you, you kind of see it and you go, I can visualize what it was. You know, there's something in the foreground and something interesting in the background or the colors kind of speak out. And it's, it's just really neat. Um, yeah. I really appreciate that. We're really proud of, of, our, of our photographs. We're really proud of the magazine. It's it's just it's the best out there. Very cool. And uh, you know, not that you're humble about it or anything. You know, to be <laughs> modest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we have a great team. No, I, I, you know, I, I don't do it all. I, yeah, by far, I, you know, I just kind of uh, I just kind of the ringleader. Very cool. And um, you know, I understand there's sort of an uh, there's something else that's coming out. Uh, uh, soon, that's a new book. That's the best of WDW. Uh, yeah, um, actually, it's out. We we uh, ha- have started selling it. We started shipping about two weeks ago. Um, uh, the best of WDW uh, is uh, volume one. By the way, is uh, a photo tour of the theme parks at Walt Disney World, and we've taken those uh, pictures from those photographers. And, and we put them into a, a, a photo book, a coffee table book. It's a 120-page book. Uh, it's got just over 200 pictures in it. And uh, literally, it's just beautiful. It is incredible. starts out with the cover. Um, the cover is a beautiful picture of Cinderella Castle with tr- the trees at night lit, you know, how beautiful Cinderella Castle is, the, the little stream running up in the into Cinderella Castle and the castle reflecting off the stream. And what we've done is we've taken the trees and we've sculpted them to where they, they're, they're embossed and they have some feel to them. And it just, it just makes the picture, makes the cover just stand out. And from there on, every page you turn. You know, an incredible picture of Walt Disney World, two or three pictures in some cases. Um, just a beautiful, all for starting at the Magic Kingdom, starting at, at Main Street, going around the park, uh, going into Epcot, going into Hollywood Studios, and then into uh, Animal Kingdom, and just a tour right through the four parks, uh, through all the rides, all the attractions, uh, the shows, the fireworks. Um, it's it's just really stunning photography. And I, I'm amazed, you know, I'm just I'm taking a look at the uh, at the website right now because there's a few so- sample pictures that are shown on there, and I, I'm amazed at some of the... Um, some of the perspectives that you take too, like there's one here, Big Thunder Mountain, that's uh, you know sort of an unusual perspective of the of the attraction. Um, you don't often see a picture quite from this angle, and it's kind of neat because it gives it a little different perspective. Yeah, uh, uh, and there's there's one in there of uh, the castle from Tom Sawyer Island that that catches people's eye. Mm. Where did they take that picture? You know, yeah. where did, where was that? That's just photoshopped together. No, that's a picture from Tom Sawyer Island. You know, from <laughs> Harper's Mill, you can see the mill on the left. You can see the castle, and it's uh, you know sunrise. It's just a, a really really cool picture. But I mean, they're they're all all the way through. Uh, they're just some amazing, amazing photos. Uh, people tell us that, you know, they, they, their, their kids every night want to read the book. Well, I want to run. Let's do that again tonight, Daddy. Let's do that again tonight. That's cool. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really, really a, a great, a great little book. You can, you can pick it up at the best of WDW.com. Put dashes between all the words, the dash best dash of dash WDW.com. 
and uh, they're on sale there. We did a Kickstarter uh, program on it this summer. Um, we uh, we were able to raise uh, just over fifty six thousand. I'm sorry, sixty one thousand dollars on the Kickstarter program we did this summer. So uh, it was a lot of fun. We we had a lot of fun doing that this summer. That's really cool. I did notice that you had a Kickstarter program, and I think that's a really cool idea. Um, to kind of get get it started for yourself um, and get some people get some interest and get people going into it a little bit, that's that's kind of clever. How'd you how'd you decide to go that route? Um, what what took you down that path? Well, um, the the printing was going to be pretty expensive um, to, to print the books, um, so we needed to raise some money before we got started uh, and to do kind of a proof of concept. Uh, you know, was really. Was there really the, the 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 desire out there for the book? So we decided before we started too deep into it that we'd do a Kickstarter program on it. We were pretty sure it would it would it would, it would go pretty well, but um, you know you always have those doubts. And so uh, I decided we'd do a, a Kickstarter program on it, and we set it up. And uh, the month of June, we ran the Kickstarter program. We had uh, over twelve hundred. Um, backers in our program and uh, you know just uh, couldn't have gone much better that's great you know and that's that's the thing i think you know there's a lot of fans of disney out there um in walt disney world and you know they'll they'll they get interested in things and sometimes you just have to catch their attention in the right way and certainly having something as beautiful as this and kind of catching their attention and the idea of you know we got to get it published you know you, you captured their imagination a little bit and I, I can understand why people would kick in a little bit to kind of to kind of get it started you know kick started yeah. as they say um, <laughs> But I think that's I think that's really cool, and I, I I'm impressed by uh, by how you how you took that approach. Um, you know, I haven't heard about many people doing that, um, at least in the Disney space. Uh, you know, I've heard about it with other things, and I think just thought that was a clever a clever invention on your part. Oh, thank you. I am kind of unique in the Disney space. <laughs> so I got to ask you a couple of Disney related questions. Sure. You know, there are, there are four parks at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite? Magic Kingdom. Okay. The, yeah. the original. Yeah, it's, no. that's, it's the best. I, I'm with you there. I just, you know, I, I just ha- you know, have to ask the questions. You know, I, <laughs> I, I don't think of these questions. I just read them off a list. <laughs> How about a favorite attraction? you have a favorite attraction? Uh, my favorite attraction is Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mine's teacups. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even watch my family ride the teacups. <laughs> Funny how that goes, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have I have issues with um, with um, different things uh, related to roller coasters and some movement and things that really just make me kind of uncomfortable. So I, I don't do many roller coasters, but for whatever reason, the teacups don't bother me. They never have. It's just one of those strange things with me. Well, that's why that's why rock and roller coaster is so strange to me. I do have. I can't I can't even ride the carousel. Really. But I love riding rock and roller coasters. Huh. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that's that's really amazing. Um, you know, but that but then again, that's why Disney is so special. It's got something for everyone. You can always right. find something that you want to do um, and be right. involved in. So you know, kind of turning our attention to uh, upcoming things. Are you excited about the uh, the new innovations that are coming or new new things that are coming to uh, especially Hollywood Studios and Star Wars Land and that kind of stuff? I, I am, and I'm. I, I have some reticence. Um, I, I think the the big things are great. I, I love the big things that Disney does. But I, I, I got to go to Disneyland again for the first time since back when my sister made me sick this summer. 
Okay. And, and I think some of the things that they're kind of missing at Disney World over Disneyland is some of those small little rides. Yes. That you 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 know you, you go to Fantasyland at Disneyland and it's all packed with uh, t- Mr. Toad and Peter Pan and, and and all those old dark rides that they've taken out of Disney World and mm. you know. At Disneyland, there are 71 rides or something in 160 acres. And at Disney World, there's like 69 rides in four parks and 23,000 acres. Uh, you know, I, and I see that them doing that same thing with the new with the new lands that they're building. One or two rides instead of you know one headliner and eight little you know neat little cool little uh, kitty not always kitty but just little little fun rides that the things that made Walt the things that made Walt uh, special that he came up with those those cool little cheap little rides that that uh, are timeless and classic and, and you don't see that now with all the headliner rides and all the headliner lands and they just they, it's just like they're, they're in a spinning war with Universal to see who can spin the most instead of uh, doing things that uh, would attract uh, a whole new generation of people to love Disney instead of just with the, the, the big stuff uh, I, I think they kind of miss a little bit there but yes uh, back to yeah, I can't wait to go to Star Wars Land and Pixar Land and um, even Avatar Land. No, it, it, you you mentioned something interesting, and I'm with you because I think that I think the whole thing is pretty exciting. What's you know what's coming? I think there's some really interesting things, and you know I've I've learned that you can't really live in the past, and you know it's unfortunate that things change in some ways and we lose some of history, but you know that's that's progress for you. Um, I you know I, I feel kind of feel kind of, you know, I had that mixed emotion about a lot of these little things that kind of disappear when they took away Center Street on uh, in the Magic Kingdom on, you know, on Main Street. That that irritated me to no end. But you know, I, I worked in the Emporium for a long time, so it was, uh, you know, that was kind of special to me. And I was like, you're taking away something there. Um, so those kinds of things, I totally get that. But, you know, I am excited to see what they do with um, some of the properties that they own and some of the things they're trying to accomplish. And I'm really fascinated. I want to see where it goes, you know, kind of how, see how it nets out. That's... I, I, I'm not so much about bring back Mr. Toad or anything like that. My, my you know, in Bugs Land in, in at Disneyland, they've got like six little, you know, of the 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 short minute long, minute and a half long rides that you know the kids ride on, um, and and. Those kind of little things, those little touches that you, you don't have in Florida that you've got out in California that uh, that uh, I think would, you know, you know, one or two big rides, that's great. But if you've got one big ride and eight little rides, you know, that might be better. Gotcha. Um you know, it just makes me makes me you know be nostalgic for just a moment. You know, you mentioned Mr. Toad, and I miss Mr. Toad. Do you have a you have a ride you miss? You know, something they've taken out that you miss more than others. That's a tough one. I know. I asked the That's tough question. That's a tough one because most of my favorites are still there. You know, Carousel of Progress. There you uh, go. Yeah. The Tomorrowland Transit Authority. The the one I probably miss the most is uh, Mission to Mars. Or the moon, as it was when I first went to Disneyland, where Stitch is now. Yep, there you go. That's a good one, actually. Um, that you know, that was a really that was an interesting ride. It kind of had a neat history to it, and the way that they came up with the idea, and kind of how they made it work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given that we were so gung-ho on going to the moon and then so gung-ho on going to Mars, it kind of made it really interesting and made it fascinating in a way. And, they, you know, they did something that kind of le- led you down a path of almost believing that maybe you were leaving the, the theme parks and going, to, going up into space. <laughs> almost. You well, know. back then, you know, when all we had was black and white TV, well, probably not by the time, you know, not by 1980, but, you know, uh, by the, the 80s, we're still kind of a little technologically challenged and the, 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 it was still kind of cool to, to ride in that. Now we go over to mission space and get kind of the real experience. Right. It's a much different experience. (laughs) And for the record, the one that I missed the most is horizons, uh, over in Epcot. That was, that was one that just, that one just captured me. I just, I love that attraction. And, uh, maybe cranium command. Cranium command is is one. That's another good one, actually. Yeah, like I, I really like that one. I'm, you know, it's it's sad to see the uh, the whole MetLife Pavilion sitting there, just you know, uh, wonders of life, just sitting there doing nothing. I just it's like, oh. Shake my head every time I walk by there. Yeah, I'll have to go up to the uh, Food and Wine Fest and just go in there because that's where the Festival Welcome Center is, and just go in just because I can, you know. And just... I, thought, I thought I heard they're only doing that on the weekends this year. Oh, is it really only on the weekends? Interesting. I think okay. So. Mm, okay. All right. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the case. Darn it! Yeah. <laughs> I have to plan my days accordingly. But uh, it's it's really interesting. I mean, you know, things things change and evolve, but there's still you know there's still the the love and the um, the admiration for the park and you know what Walt uh, created there in the first place. You know, sort Absolutely. of this, this interesting thing. Um, you know, I'm just I'm you know I have mixed emotions about all the changes that are going on. You know, there's so many things happening at Walt Disney World. It's getting bigger and bigger, and you know more vacation club properties and more things, and it's just it's changed so dramatically. I can't really tell what it is. And, and now there's bungalows out in the water. Yeah, exactly. Those are kind of interesting, too. Those are kind of cool. Kind of expensive, but kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of expensive, yeah. Yeah. They moved Just past my price rough. range all of a sudden. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny how that goes. You know, I remember when I used to be able to stay at the Contemporary for some small amount of yeah. money and eh, yeah. not anymore. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, again, that's history. So it's okay. You know, it's, it is what it is. Progress, progress, as they would say. Very good. Yes, progress. But that's cool. You know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I always like talking to people who have, who have that shared passion for Disney and, you know, kind of what it is. And I was just, when I, um, when I heard about your, your, uh, book that you were coming out with, I was like, wow, that's, that's really neat. I want to talk to you about it a little bit. You know, I just think it's such a, <laughs> such a neat idea, um, you know, to have a coffee table book that, that shows off the beauty in that way. Right. Uh, we kind of started this last year. Um, okay. last, one of the photographers last summer, he uh, said, why don't we do a coffee table pool book? And, you know, I have a little background in the printing business when I came out of high school. I was working in print shops and ran print shops. So I had a little little idea about what went into that. And I said, well, let's try something a little smaller first. So last year we did a calendar, uh-huh. uh, a Walt Disney World calendar. And uh, just to kind of test the market and see if we could sell some and see if we could generate some interest. And we sold uh, 4,500 calendars last year. Pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good calendar. Um, So that was kind of our first foray into paper um, instead of uh, the magazine is digital. Uh, The first foray we did into paper. So that's kind of where the idea came for the the book uh, to start it. And so uh, about the... First of the year, we started, well, it's probably late, uh, earlier than that, probably November, we started putting, started gathering pictures. The, the photographers, they, they probably submitted 5,000 pictures, and I spent months going 
page by page, um, picture, 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 which one are we going to use on this page? You know, probably looked at those 5,000 pictures a hundred times, you know, over six months, uh, six, eight months, uh, picking out just the best of the best of the best. That's pretty cool. You know, and that, I'm sure it was, while it was painstaking and, you know, kind of, uh, kind of challenging to pick the best ones, I'm sure it was kind of fun in its own way. Oh, absolutely! Yes, like, I don't. I don't do things that aren't fun. No, of course not. Why would you? you know, why you know? Why waste your time on something that's not fun? That's <laughs> life's too short. Exactly. That's that's why I started doing this podcast. Same basic idea. It was like I wanted to have my hands in something and be talking about Disney. So here we go. You know, how am I going to do this? Yeah. And I, I got a lot of I got a lot of ability to talk. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the way it goes. Um, but it's it's cool. So uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend checking out checking out the book and the uh, magazine too. As long as you're as long as you're at it, um, you know, go take a look. I'll put a link to both in my show notes page over at DisneyWorldPodcast.net, so you can take a look and see what the uh, see what the story is on that, and get the uh, get the URLs and go check them out. Um, I highly recommend. You know, if you if you don't buy the buy the book or the magazine, just take a look at the pictures that they have on the sites. It's really impressive, and it's worth spending a few minutes just to kind of. Take it in, and then you'll go. Oh, I really want this book. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> it's you know, I had that moment when I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Um, I'm just, I was totally impressed. You know, just, just, uh, you know, you you hear about something and you go, okay, yeah, book, a coffee table book about Disney World, great. And then you go, oh, but really fantastic photography that really kind of sells it in a way that really makes it something more. And what's really been. Um uh, heartening to us is the response we've gotten. Um, you know, with the Kickstarter, you know, we built it up pretty good. It was, it was beautiful. It's going to be great. You know, and, and people, we did a video, we, we did updates, we talked about it a lot. Um, and then people have started to get the books and they said, I had pretty high hopes for this. I expected a lot from this. Wow. This is so much better. This is just awesome. This is just so much better than anything I could imagine. Even our photographers got it and said, oh, my goodness. Uh, it's just um, the printer we used uh, has been in business in Cincinnati for over 100 years, uh, and they've printed millions of dollars. They print millions of dollars for the printing uh, every year. And the, the guy is a big Disney nut. Uh, uh, but he said this is the best thing we have ever printed. That's ever. cool. That's really cool. Over a hundred years. That's really amazing. That's that's a nice testament to what it is. And I, and I will tell you, um, listeners out there, that you know, there's something to be said for the printed copy of a picture. You know, digital pictures are nice. I you know, I, I don't want to downplay them because they, they can be beautiful. But something about the printed picture and the way that it uh, can bring the, the the contrast to light it it really is kind of neat. Um, there's there's something to be said for that and having it in your hands. Um, so that that's one of those things that I I enjoy a lot is just having a physical copy of something. And and the thing about printing is you 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 have to do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we went all out. We picked the best papers, the papers for for color, for popping colors, um, high quality high quality printing done by long professionals. Um, and I spent a week in Cincinnati while we were printing, going over every sheet as it came off and looking at them and making sure that everything was just perfect. And uh, it just couldn't be better. And that, that quality is what separates um, good from just okay. I mean, uh, it, it's really, um, really high quality. That's great. You know, that's, 
that's a really neat thing. And you, you you stop and think about that. You know, the printing the printing process is almost a lost art in this country, and that's unfortunate. But I'm glad that there's still printing shops that do it and do it well. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and absolutely. I'm sure spending a week in Cincinnati, you know, looking at pictures of of Disney World probably wasn't a bad thing either. It was All Star Week, and the All Star Game was in Cincinnati. Oh, gee, that's terrible. You know, when <laughs> uh, we didn't get to go. Uh, but you got to experience the moment. Anyway. We did. We did. We did go down to the park, uh, and we had to get back to to look at some printing. But we did go down to the park and and uh, see. We we basically did everything but walk in the park. We went to the gift shop, which is right outside. Cool. Went down and enjoyed some some of the downtown stuff that was going on. So it was really cool. That is pretty cool. You know, just overall, just the experience of being there at that time, I'm sure was was really neat. It was. Um, I've been in other cities that have had the All Star Game going on, and it was just—it's just a remarkable thing that the specter of that—it's—it's it's almost Disney-like in a way, and the in the way they build it up, and sort of the kind of the, the feeling of it a little bit. Right. Um, it's really neat. Very cool. So the uh, the uh, book is the uh, the best of WDW Volume One. Um, volume it's available one. now. <laughs> volume One, because uh, Volume Two, which will come out in 2016, we hope, um, is going to be the hotels. Oh, very cool. Okay. Very We've neat. got like ten volumes planned. So. Oh well, excellent. You know, why wouldn't you have ten volumes planned if you know if you've got a great product, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can always talk about Disney. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very cool, Carl. I'd like to thank you for coming on the show and talking about Disney. It's always a pleasure to have a, another Disney fan on. Thank you, David. All right, and have a great uh, afternoon, everyone. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View Podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there... Please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading, one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. 